0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zack and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zack and the Nose.
2: Welcome! As we have the party lights going in the room tonight. And why? Because we've made it to week 13, people. I'm still standing. I'm sitting in my chair yet. Hold on. Uh, Yes, we have made it. It's week 13 of the NFL season. This is the Zach and the Nose fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Everyone take a deep breath. Why? Because we're past Thanksgiving. We're a week or two or three, probably a week or two away from your fantasy football playoff starting. It's nitty-gritty money time now, and I'm excited for it. And I know you are, too. And listen, it's Zach in the nose, so i got to bring in my partner in crime, as I always do here. The Nose, follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nose, we made it. It's week 13. There were delays. The Thursday night uh, Turkey Day game got played yesterday at 3.40 in the afternoon, but we did it. We're here. The NFL
1: again wins and pushes forward no matter what, the season is moving forward. So yes, Zach, we are here. We may be limping in a little bit, but I am here for all of it. So, uh, so yeah, let's get our uh, lineups ready for week uh, 13 because most leagues, not like yours, but most leagues start next week, week 14, the money week. So we are here. A lot of teams are right now trying to vie and get themselves into the playoffs uh, we are here for all of it. So bring in your texts, your questions. I have been. I'm focused. I'm ready. I'm on fire. I'm feeling good.
2: How'd you like the Wednesday matinee game yesterday? Baltimore and Pittsburgh. 3:40 uh, kickoff time. Not on a Sunday. Not on a Saturday. On a Wednesday. How'd you like that?
1: I loved every second of it because it's just another day. I was like on Tuesday, no football. Like, what's going on right, right now on a Tuesday? Right. Knowing we had a Wednesday game and. You know, the game was a little bit of a of a dud overall, especially fantasy-wise. There was no crazy blow-ups. Nice little Pittsburgh defense touchdown there. But, uh, hey, man, I loved every second of it because I'm having that moment right now, Zach, where we are at the end, okay? And a lot of people are still fighting to make the playoffs, and they might not make it tomorrow or to this upcoming, you know, next week. So uh, take it all in. Breathe it in. It tastes so good because if, before we know it, it's going to be gone. So... Let's get it going.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. It's 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 nice to get to the fantasy football playoffs, but then you gotta realize that once the playoffs starts, we're a couple weeks away from it being over, done, and six months until we talk about it all again. So, yes, it's a bittersweet kind of end. Always nice when you go week one of the NFL season, knowing you got a whole season long four months. Now we're in the last kind of month, including the three weeks of playoffs, probably in this week. The last month. All right. done. This is we it. We have this four is... more shows. This right. show.
1: And then the three playoff weeks, and we don't do week 17. Right, right. uh, We have one more month to nail this thing out and try to get some championships with you guys, and I'm here for all of it. Let's get it done.
2: By the way, a little show note for you. Next three weeks, including tonight, obviously, we're on Thursday from 6 to 8, and then Christmas week, Wednesday night, will be on that week uh, before Christmas Eve and everything because uh, it's a short week for radio guys, and that's how we're going to do it. Plus, it'll get you closer to that waiver wire plate possibly for championship week if you need it, and that's when the nose will be at his best. A lot of pressure on you to just put their nose. So, okay. listen, let's talk about the week that was a little bit. Before we get to observations, we always talk about a couple featured players that happened. But, man, before we even get to that, besides a Wednesday matinee, you had a wide receiver that had a pretty big first quarter. You had a couple quarterbacks that had some really good games. A wide receiver, I mean, it was, it was star power at its best. But give me your three guys. I think I can kind of say who they are, but I'm going to let you do it. Your three guys last week that, wow, if you had them right from your notes, you were smiling ear to ear.
1: That's right, Zachariah. There were three players in particular. And everybody who knows if you had one of them or you went against one of them, it was one of the best moments and or worst moments in fantasy. But this week, we're going to start off with quarterback. There were two really big standouts. Sean Watson was absolutely marvelous on turkey day but sir patrick mahomes led all quarterbacks with around 45 to 47 fantasy 462 total yards in the air with three touchdowns and listen mahomes is just saying listen i am the elite quarterback and again i'm not going to draft him in my first two rounds next year but we'll get to that you know that's another time for that but no questions asked who's the best nfl quarterback and fantasy quarterback he just tipped his cat saying that's me because his numbers in the first quarter were sublime, but we'll get to that in a moment. And then next was at the running back position, Derrick Henry. The horse. And, right. Dude, and I'm last year, last week, every week, it seems like the three players that were really featuring Zach are like the elite of the elite. So it does say you really is important that you get hit, you know, you hit on your first round pick. And the people who had Derrick Henry are now really in a good place because it's the end of the season. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh And guess who dominates every year for the last three years at the end of the season? It's Derrick Henry. And again, Uh he did it well. 178 yards on the ground and three touchdowns were just what the doctor ordered. You know, week 12, here we are, and look what he's doing. So I expect that to continue, especially as the Titans try to make their way into the playoffs. And then last but not least, the creme de la creme. Tarek Hill, Tyreek the Freak, 13 wow. catches, 269 yards, and three touchdowns. I mean, can you believe it? He, apparently, the guy in the first quarter had stats that matched Jerry Rice's best game in 1985 like, or something ridiculous. Right, right. So, um, all of a sudden, Tyreek the Freak became the guy who is by far now the number one wide receiver, about 20 points ahead of Mr. Devontae Adams, right next to him being uh, DJ Ka- DK Metcalf. You know, simply incredible stuff between Mahomes and and Tyreek Hill. And if you had that stack in DFS leagues, you made money, period. But it's again, it's quite interesting how towards the end of the season, the best players, the stars rise. And it's nice to see that week 12 was no
0: different.
2: Right, and these are your top guys that you pick, probably. Whether it was Mahomes or Henry or Tyree Kill, one of those three guys, they were first or second round picks more than likely for your team. Pat Mahomes, if you did the strategy, might have been a little bit later, but not much later, uh, the no strategy in draft. But those two guys, Derrick Henry, Tyree Kill, were off the board before you got to round three more than likely, if not 100%. How
1: deflating is it if you go against Tyree Kill? Oh, horrible. I'm, I'm thrilled to say that, and if you listen to the show, that's my guy. Like, that is my fantasy guy. That is... I am a boom bust type of person. I'm not into the, you know, listen, there's a strategy for everyone, but I love the guy who could do what that, and after the first quarter, when I've had him in three leagues and knowing this thing's almost over, imagining going, and I went against him in a league or two, but it's just one of the most amazing and or deflating feelings in fantasy when after a first quarter, the guy's got like a 50. Right,
2: right. And it's also crazy when the night is over, day is over, and you go to see the guy you're playing and how he did, and you see the fact that I think in one of my leagues, in my Yahoo League, last week uh, Hill had 53 points. Like he had 53 points. And the lowest scoring total in my league out of the 10 teams, the full score for his whole team was 80.5. Like he had a really bad (laughs) week. He had 30 more points than the best player on another team. That's it. Like that is incredible. And listen, you come down to it. You're at the end of the season. You need the uh, the best players to play their best. You need a, of course a couple of those guys that you picked late to really help your team. In my case, it's James Robinson, Jimmy Robinson, who I picked in the 15th round of my draft because of one of the nose's suggestions. I think in a weird, weird conversation you we we're having. Yeah, it was it was like in a oh, random you know conversation. You right, I knows it happened, but the whole point was. It was just like the random like oh yeah that kid in Jacksonville might get a lot of carries there's no preseason we'll see what happens and in the 15th round I decided you know what he's a running back let me give him a flyer he's now my keeper for next year like I've already announced he's top my top five keeper running for next back year. right but right
1: to your point what you're saying is though come the playoffs if you have Tyreek Hill you need games right you can't have that right. dud you can't have that 3 for 50 right so Right now, there's many leagues, including some I'm in. I needed Tyreek the Freak to go nuts. I needed a win, and he brought it to me. So what an amazing week he
2: had. Right, yeah, just a good week in fantasy in general, but we know we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. The text machine is wide open, 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560. I really like the text messages. For the next three to four, or well, the next three weeks after this and fourth fourth week, including this, really drive the entire show. It should be really a lot of questions from anyone out there that you need help with or want a suggestion about that you want to ask the Nose about. We're really going to have that drive for the next month here until we get through the championship week of most of the fantasy playoff leagues. Um, so three zero five five six seven zero five sixty Nose Normally here, I mean, if we are on a normal night, which is Thursday. We got Thursday night football. We do not have that. Um, We have a couple Monday night football games starting at 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock on Monday. We have the bonus Tuesday night game coming up. Uh, This is going to be an interesting week coming up here, especially when you get into the nitty-gritty for the playoffs too and the possible last week before the playoffs start in your league. Uh, Yeah, interesting schedule, including a lot of decent games. One and fours, even the 8 o'clock game on Sunday. Yeah, well, the most
1: intriguing thing from a fantasy point of view for me is Baltimore plays on Tuesday night, right? And when does Lamar Jackson get freed and cleared to play? Because it would as of be, right
2: now... I think it would be Tuesday. I, I mean, I think it would be Monday when he would get cleared. He would be in just enough time to play on Tuesday.
1: Now, we don't get into COVID conversation because I really don't want to get into it and or right. really know, right. but... He could still be possibly in that area if he didn't, you know, become test negative three times in a row. Like, you know, so we the real intriguing thing is if you have a player going at Sunday at one o'clock and your starter is Lamar Jackson and he hasn't been fully cleared yet. What do you do? That's very intriguing. Now, I have a good feeling he's going to play uh, because they've had a lot of time here and it's been over 10 days and all of the NFL protocols. But again, with COVID, you never know. So it's just something to keep an eye on. And uh, come Sunday, and it's 1 o'clock, and you need to play somebody else because Lamar Jackson is definitely still a 50-50. If Schefter comes out with something like that, tweet at us, and we'll try to help you out. But that's what intrigues me the most right now this week. Right,
2: right. Uh, so get at the nose. By the way, on Twitter at Spencer Nose N O S E. If you have questions that are not asked here on the show, especially when it comes down to Sunday morning before one o'clock, if he is because he's on his computer at like four a.m. on Sunday, uh, just getting ready for the fantasy day. So if you do have a couple of questions to throw at him, you can do that as well. Let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll go over some of the observations. We'll go over the schedule uh, for for Sunday, which is really nice. Uh, I am really interested in the fact that we have so many games, kind of. Sunday night, Monday's games, and Tuesday. A lot of good action those two days, but really it comes down to this. This is more than likely the last week for you before playoffs. This is a big week. There are so many teams in both of my leagues that are within a game of each other that this is it. This is going to decide whether you're in or not, unless you're my team and you already have the star by your name. But if you don't have that and you have not clinched a spot yet, this is it. So we'll get back. We'll talk more of that. We'll answer your text messages. We'll go over a couple of the observations. We obviously have the nose candy and the nose bleeds. Well, actually, I should just call it the nose candy segment coming up here in the next segment because there are really not that many nose bleeds. I'm very proud of the nose. For 12 weeks now into the season, the nose candy list being far greater than the nose bleed list, which is helping everyone out there. That's the nose. Dan Day is our DJ tonight back at the Intercom Studios. I am Zach from the Joe Rose Show with Zach Grants. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We're back right after this.
0: Side, the New York Times side. Staying alive
2: was
0: no job. Had second hands.
2: Moms bounced on old man. I love it, Dan Day. Let me let me say this first and foremost. Fantasy football might be over in a couple weeks, but Wu-Tang is forever. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that uh, you did all did You executed and Almost, it is so true. All damn day long, I've been waiting to say that. That's for sure. All right, folks, this is Zach in the Nose's fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical chevrolet find new roads to tropical chevrolet in miami shores i did ask dan day earlier today because dan always sends us a text around one o'clock two o'clock in the day saying boys i'm with you tonight if you need anything let me know and the first thing i sent back was wu-tang that's it two words wu-tang and we got it here i'm very excited about that right now all right back to everything we do here on the show all of our nonsense even though i do like the music the old pharrell shows by the way back in the day used to have heavy metal, like crazy music the entire show. So behind them talking the entire show, can you imagine if we did that with Wu-Tang? That'd be nice, right? Could do that it would Wu-Tang. be
1: nice. It would be uh, probably a popular <laughs> choice. As well. Right,
2: I can imagine that as well. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine. Let's load that up before we, because uh, we're going to get to Nose Candy and Nose Bleeds because I'm very excited for Nose to be able to go through this list as we do every week here on the show because... The last couple months and maybe even a month into the last season the nose candy list has been very long and the nose bleed list has been very short if, if anything at that point so I want to go through that let's start with the good stuff nose week 12 give me some of your nose candy nose candy well thank you very
1: much Zach let's start it off with the nose pick of the week Justin Jefferson
2: well we
0: That's right,
1: baby. We are moving on up, Zach. Thank you, Dan Day. That was just perfection. My boy gave me seven receptions, 70 yards, and two touchdowns Woo! in what was a wonderful week for Justin Jefferson.
2: Play that oh. music louder. Play it louder. You're Let's go. Just to get up that hill. Want you to text in the show right now if you picked up Justin Jefferson for DFS last week, and you want to kiss the nose right on his nose right now, because that was great. That well was great, well Justin done.
1: Jefferson. Thank you. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I will be drafting you very early next year. You are a star <laughs> in the making. Right. Oh. Now, Zach, on to the tight end of the week. Yes. Okay. Oh. A person that I said I would very was so close to swearing off the show. So, so close. But Evan Ingram, you finally did me good. A nose pick of the week that was for the heavens. Six receptions for 129 yards. And the dude did it in three quarters because Danny Dimes got hurt. Cole McCoy came in and that was it. So he actually got that in three quarters. And the tight end of the week and the nose pick of the week were just absolute winners for me. On top of it, I recommended Philip Rivers, and he had two hundred and ninety-five yards and two touchdowns. You remember Antonio Gibson's game during oh, Thanksgiving? Wow, yes. Thank, thank you. One hundred and fifteen yards and three touchdowns. I recommended whoever was the starter in Detroit during the Thursday day, excuse me the Thursday day game of Thanksgiving. If whoever was the starter and if Swift was out to start, Adrian Peterson, fifty-five yards and two touchdowns. That was a, a solid one. I recommended Wayne Gallman. 94 yards and a touchdown. I recommended your Miami Dolphins, Devontae Parker, who had eight catches for 119 yards. I recommended Robbie Anderson after he had a stinker last week or the week before had a 94, four yards and one touchdown. And uh, I got, I guess I got a few people that I said to go against. I would said Melvin Gordon is not who he once was 31 yards in that game. Uh, splitting time with Philip Lindsay was not good and he was, should have been benched. And, Levy on Bell, right now, if you had like the, uh, the church, whatever, like the Undertaker music, right? Like bad, bad. <laughs> right. Like he, he's done. Fantasy done. Um, so overall, it was a wonderful week for the Nose. That was a lot of recommendations. Remember, we only recommend starting nine guys and going against nine guys. And there was a whole lot of nose candy there for that few amount of picks.
2: There sure was. And that was some really, really good stuff. Uh, from last week okay let's get on to the nosebleed list it's short so we have plenty of time to go over that if you want to but give me the nosebleeds from week 12 uh-oh nosebleed all
1: right I had three legitimate nosebleeds and we're gonna just take it like a man right now I recommended Derek Carr and Derek Carr just had one of the worst games and just one of the ugliest games in recent mis- uh, history <laughs> or memory excuse me for the Raiders that's uh, 215 yards and one touchdown. Excuse me, one interception, no touchdowns. That's a bleeder. I recommended Jalen Rager. And uh, let's just say this. I won't be recommending any offensive players from the Eagles anytime soon <laughs> until their offensive line. And we're going to talk about it. It's an observation. It's something that we need to discuss because you do have really good players on that team. And we'll get on to that later in the show. But Jalen Rager, not good. Wide open for a touchdown. And oh. they just couldn't connect in the corner. And that, that bothered me quite a bit. But my biggest bust, and it was a bust. I recommend it against Debo Samuel because I thought he was getting matched up against Jalen Ramsey. But, of course, good coaching, and Shanahan is one of the best. They put Debo into literally the slot, running back. They had him moving in all different places. So he wasn't just a Jalen Ramsey shadow, and he actually had just a monster game. So if you bench Debo Samuel because you listen to this show, my apologies in a big way.
2: <laughs> We almost need to get the like kind of Debo drive-up music on the bike from Friday whenever we talk about Debo Samuel. Because, yeah, that's he's he's one of those dudes, though, but if you look at him on the field, he looks like he's kind of like the short dude. He looks like he's like 5'9 or 5'10. He's pretty jacked, but he doesn't look like the biggest guy. Yet when he gets the ball, he's like a fullback running the ball, and he'll run dudes over. It's unbelievable. And he'll
1: run past you. He is one of right, the fastest players right? in the NFL. Yeah, he's really, really good, and leave it to a great offensive coach to get him the ball when Nick Mullins is their, you know, quarterback, but it doesn't even matter because they're getting him the ball fast in space and he is getting yards after the catch, uh, one of the top in the league. So Debo Samuel is, well, let's just reverse that. Okay. I love him moving forward. He's going to be at home on Monday night football uh, against Buffalo and he should be started. And they're going again against one of the better uh uh, cornerbacks in uh, tredavius White, and I don't care anymore. It's not going to be this major recommendation, but that's a player who is a star on your fantasy team. Right.
2: If you have him, put him in the lineup. That's exactly what it comes down to now. Let's get to a couple text messages before we get to the observations because the observation number one on your list is something that I think we need to talk about and go talk about kind of in depth right now because last week that guy, if you played against him, hint, hint, you got roasted, roasted by this wide receiver last week, and now... Who knows what's going to happen with him after this season. We'll see exactly what that is. But let's get to a couple of text messages real quickly. 305-567-0560. First one comes and says, Help me, Nosus. Nosus Malone. Chase Edmonds. The hyphen. Mel Gordon, Daryl Henderson. I need two of those guys. Thank you for understanding the
1: show. Okay, so the first person who's a must start is the hyphen now. He is playing on Sunday night. And of course, this happened last week, which scared us. But... Today, he gets the good old illness. Oh, yeah. God. Again, normally an illness, we would laugh at it. Not not this year, we're not. Not anymore, but, right. Again, the way I read it was if he had COVID, it would be a much bigger story, and players would be going home, and it's not the situation. So right now, as it stands on Thursday night, 100% the hyphen at home in a great matchup uh, against Denver's uh, rush defense, which is not solid. And uh, let's see, you have to pick one more out of here. Right. right now, it looks like Philip Lindsay might be missing the game, and that in that same game, and that would make that Melvin Gordon's job. Daryl Henderson is still sharing it with two other backs, and it's completely unpredictable in uh, the Ram Ramland you know, Ram out there. So, go with the hyphen and Gordon. I do not like Chase Edmonds at all this week. He is not startable against uh, Aaron Donald and company. Uh, so, yeah, go with hyphen and Melvin Gordon.
2: All right, someone says, Nostradamus, I need two receivers and a flex. Uh, looks like Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, Deontay Johnson, and Claypool. So basically drop one, keep three.
1: That is a wonderful problem to That's have. a you great have... problem. Yeah, right. yeah. So Devontae Adams, let's throw him out of there. It was cute that you flexed your muscles and said it. I get it. There's, <laughs> he is in his own world with Tyreek and Metcalf right now. Um, But the one that is really catching my eye is Brandon Cooks because uh, the matchup isn't awesome. They're going at home against the Colts, and the Colts have a very good defense. But you were sort of doing a radio tease, which I found was very, very cute. Um, With William Fuller, the five, not playing, and we'll get into that in a moment, uh, Brandon Cooks becomes a target just machine. So I really do like him in this game. And I'm picking Deontay Johnson over Claypool. So I'm going to bench Claypool. I just think it's going to be Deontay Johnson's game, if anybody. I don't love either of them because I think it's a tough matchup. Washington's uh, pass defense is number two in the NFL. But that being said, Deontay Johnson gets more targets. Uh, Claypool is still more of that hit-or-miss player. So go with uh, Adams, Cooks, and Johnson.
2: All right, half-point PPR need one. Looks like Jalen Rager or uh, Oil Can Boyd. Uh, Oil Can Boyd going against the monster cornerbacks here for your Miami Dolphins
1: yeah I don't like either of them uh, at all I, not because Boyd is probably going to be you know he's in the slot but it doesn't matter it's who's throwing the ball there right. last week it didn't work out I think I have the no tier where uh let's just confirm it three catches for 15 yards for oil cam Boyd with a new quarterback all of a sudden he went from budding superstar with Joe Burrow to a player who I don't think I could start right now but then you go to Rager And going against somebody I I could say it's very hard for me to recommend. I'm going to go with Oil Cam Boyd over Jalen Rager because Carson Wentz can't find anyone right now. That offensive line is atrocious. And with Alshon Jeffrey back, targets are now being spread out more. So go with Oil Cam and hope you get the touchdown against the Dolphins.
2: Uh, Justin Herbert is my quarterback. Should I drop Newton Wentz T. Hill? Taysom Hill. Tays and the I guess Hill uh, should yeah, I, got I drop you. one of those? Yeah, um, Hunt uh, I guess is the same text as well. Hunt Hilaire, uh, Drake and Sanders. I need to drop one. So Herbert's his quarterback. I guess he's looking for more room, uh, roster room for this next week or two. Uh, would you drop Newton, Wentz or uh, Hill? Uh, if I had to
1: drop, if I if, if the way we're reading is drop one of those three quarterbacks. Well, I'll just give you the order. The order of who you should drop first is Carson Wentz, then Cam Newton. And you are holding on to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill has an amazing matchup this week, even though Justin Herbert's your starter. If you want to back up, go with Hill. And if Breeze is a free agent in your league, pick him up maybe to back him up. But ultimately, Carson Wentz shouldn't be rostered right now.
2: All right, so drop one with Hunt, Hilaire, Drake, and Sanders.
1: Give me a second. Do, do, right.
2: do, do. This is a rough one.
1: I mean, drop? We have to drop one of them, huh? <sighs> I know this sounds... Ridiculous. I'm dropping Miles Sanders out of those three. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I don't is, think it sounds ridiculous. It's just no, a tough call. Right? There's just no, listen, I, we I don't think want there's that. a right answer. Right? No, there, there's, it's not a fair question Yes, right. but I'm here to answer it. So Miles Sanders has got the worst offensive line in football in front of him. They're losing games fast. They're throwing the ball. He's got stone hands as of right now. I listen, Sanders was a second-round pick overall, but uh, yeah, I I'm keeping, I'm dropping Sanders and keeping Kareem Hunt. The other two, Drake and Hilaire, you're not, uh, you're not dropping them.
2: All right, uh, Andy Dalton or Nick Mullins? He's in a two-quarterback league. Brady's on bye. Who do you like?
1: I'm just thinking this one through. Um, I'm going with Nick uh, Mullins. Yeah, no, right. Nick Mullins. You know you. Dalton in Baltimore yeah. in that cold weather—that's and after like, a
2: bad loss to the Steelers, like right? One where they, they probably should have won, we, right, right, right. right.
1: Where San Fran's at home playing Buffalo, good defense, but again, I trust that offensive uh, system. Nick Nick Mullins over Andy Dalton. Do not start Dalton. It got a got a bad feeling about that
2: one. Uh, all right, so PPR Juju or Devante? Ooh, Devante full, Parker getting some, yeah. No, that's, no, that's, uh, that's PPR, so I'm guessing full PPR there.
1: I know it sounds crazy. I'm going with uh, Devontae and I feel very good about it. Juju, great guy, great receiver. They split it amongst three guys. It's always three wide receiver sets and then Ebron and then the running back who could get some balls. Uh, Whereas Fitzpatrick, who I believe will be the starter this week, is that the belief?
2: Well, the belief is right now, yes. It all depends on tomorrow's practice.
1: Fair enough, but for
2: right now... If for it, right if now, it's, Ryan Fitzpatrick, right?
1: Uh, listen, I, if, whether you like it or not, if it's Fitzpatrick, I like Devonte. If it's Tua, go with Juju. But Devontae is getting a ton of targets with uh, Fitzpatrick in a PPR league. It's a no-brainer for me.
2: Right. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here and ask a couple questions for the nose. Let's get to one quick observation before we go to a break here, and it is on Will Fuller V., uh, out now for the rest of the season. He's done for the Houston Texans. And not only that, but if you were kind of paying real attention the last week or so, uh, Kenny still's out also in Houston for the Texans. So that, that little uh, kind of sidebar and Brandon Cooks you said earlier uh, could be really, really big for him these last couple of weeks of the year for your fantasy team. But Will Fuller, oh, your answer that. could be a pizza guy or something. Maybe they're at the front door. No? You don't need to answer that? It's okay. No, I'm good. Thank you. Joe Rose gets calls during the morning, and we just let him answer him right on there. Usually That's people not his car I'm at my parents' house. <laughs> right. It should, could have been about the car warranty. You never know. Um, but Will Fuller, last week, and the tease before I said is he probably roasted you right before he got suspended for the rest of the season, because he did that to my team. Roasted my team on Thanksgiving Day. What happens now? This guy was not just a wide receiver for fantasy. This guy was in the elite of the elite this year so far for fantasy. What happens now uh, with Will Fuller and if you're a Will Fuller owner the rest of the season?
1: The best part about having our own show is we could be ourselves and be honest and not have like a spin of, of pure positivity because Will Fuller, the V, let me explain how good he was. There was Tyreek Hill right now. I'm looking at a few leagues in front of me and I'm just doing an average. But Tyreek Hill, let's say he has 250 total fantasy points. Then you have Devontae Adams. Let's call it around 210. And then you have DK Metcalf at 205. There's a huge drop-off there, but the next guy on that list is Will Fuller the V. Wow. Fourth in the league at 185 yards, because this league gives bonus touchdown, you know, uh, bonus points for long touchdowns. Will Fuller V is right now mixed in the Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins range. That's how wow. amazing wow. he was. He had a quietly phenomenal year. And having our own show, I all I can say to you is I'm sorry. It stinks. It's literally just the worst thing you could have heard because it's not even an injury. He was trying to cheat, and whatever he says, that's obviously right, all right. we're all smart enough to realize that he tried to cheat. He got caught, and there's no worse timing for it, right? Going into your fantasy fine, uh fantasy playoffs. Just, I all I could say is if you're a Brandon Cooks owner, you're loving this. All of a sudden, listen, Deshaun Watson's going to do Deshaun Watson, right, Zach? Like he, this guy he's going to throw the ball. He's phenomenal. This is just a huge pick up for Brandon Cooks because he's going to get, I think, double-digit targets moving forward. And if you're desperate and you really need a sneaky flex play in a a deep league, uh, KK – I always butcher it – KK Kute is my sneaky next play because you mentioned they're two wide receivers down right Right. now. But, no, the overall observation is what does this mean for their fantasy owners? That means you lost a star and you know it because, again, I feel like people who – uh, are not paying so much attention to who is doing what overall, didn't realize that Will Fuller V was that phenomenal right, um, right. so far. Eight touchdowns, 879 yards so far in this season. Just really, really special player. And uh, it's a huge hit. It's a huge hit. So Brandon Cook's owners, you're happy. If you're Will Fuller, the V owners, you have to find a replacement. You have to suck it up. Weird year and uh, just keep trucking forward. But I bet he's helped you get to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, he's probably helped a lot of these teams who are in those top seeds get there. He's been a number one guy on someone's team. And, you You know, an eighth round pick, ninth round pick puts
1: up first round uh, or second round numbers.
2: Numbers, right.
1: That's just that that is a huge deal. And I guarantee a lot of people in the playoffs have him and including myself in in a big money league. And all I'm saying to uh, myself is nothing you could do. Put in your best lineups and maybe the Bad luck now will turn into good fortune in the fantasy uh, playoffs because God knows there's going to be some crazy things ahead of us.
2: All right, more of your text messages and more observations coming up here in this next segment as we kind of finish off the 6 o'clock hour, 305-567-0560. That is a nose. Follow him on Twitter, at SpencerNose, N-O-S-E. Our DJ tonight, Dan Day, back at the Intercom Studios. And I am Zach from the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of your text messages and a lot more observations to go over. We also have our normal stuff here we'll do on the show. The sniff test coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, the tight end pick of the week, and the nose pick of the week coming up here at the end of the show tonight. We'll take a break. We're back right after this.
0: spoken joke ways up hell hallways up based hell with the flavor tell her about the jam like troops in pakistan swing through your town like neighborhood Spider-Man. So all tick tock and keep ticking Well i get you flipping off the city i kicking the
2: low range i'm going to have a hard time talking and bring us back from segments with the music today i love it wu tang clan the uh, theme for today's show because wu tang is forever fantasy football might be over in a couple of weeks but wu tang is forever again i've been waiting all day to say that I wrote that you did down. good. You did good. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I just want to let you know that. That's how big of a dork I am. I wrote down. Anyways, that's the Nose. I'm Zach. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Playing the great music on the other side. The one and only Dan Day from the afternoon shows. You hear him and you hear him from the recap shows. You hear him basically all over both stations. One of the few people getting two paychecks, I think. Probably not, but I just made that up. Anyways, let's get to a couple more things we got here in the show. If you want to text in, we'll take some of your text messages move it on your left 305-567. I was just singing Wu-Tang. Sorry again. 305-567-0560 is our text machine. If you want to get in here, there it is. Again, I think you should just answer it live on the air. Just do it. Someone for your dad or no. Probably. We're good. It's probably. <laughs> if you guys can see, Nose's face, I told you that we have me and those have just like a little like FaceTime video going on. And when that phone was rang now twice, the embarrassment level goes up to like a ten, and he, you don't have to be embarrassed. Okay, no, I'm okay. Done. Gosh, it's better order.
1: than being at home where I have two kids that my wife wouldn't be. Could be, able be to screaming control. right no, now. No, no, there's zero right. control factor. Right. I'm here. It's peaceful. We got to hit. We got to hit mute after you hear it. Hopefully, it'll happen <laughs> a few more
0: times.
2: <laughs> I hope it does. I'm telling you, it happens at least once or twice every morning on the Joe Rose show uh, because he and Joe is still one of those people like. Your who dad. has my dad, a home phone. who has home phones, right? Yeah, right. The, the, the last of the Mohicans there that still have all that. All right. Anyways, your text messages will drive this segment. We'll go over a couple more observations as well. I we might as well start with something that actually. Actually, I have a question for as well because you know he's my tight end, Dallas Joe Joe Go Dirt, uh, Zach Ertz now back off the IR. Philadelphia's offense looks like a huge pile of what my Dexter, what Dexter the Dog makes outside the last couple of weeks yet. There's still some players on those teams that people have and are counting on in these playoffs coming up. Talk a little bit about Philly's offense going forward.
1: Yeah, we discussed it a little bit. Uh, going forward it is a disaster. And each week, I think maybe Carson Wentz could figure it out, but he doesn't have time to figure it out because their offensive line is is battered lane johnson's out for the year they have absolutely just turntables there so he has absolutely no time to get the ball to anybody he's trying to gut it out we hear jalen hurt rumors but i don't think that's going to help situ- the situation the bottom line is if you have anybody that you should be starting from a fantasy perspective look you're you should start miles sanders because i get it he could break through any time unlike this other person who asked if he should drop him when because he had eight other great running backs but uh yeah miles sanders and then the tight ends for philly are also startable uh the wide receivers are not so i'm actually interested to see what happens with uh godert i really do love when you call him joe Dirt, and uh zach ertz the zach Ertz is coming back he was activated and zach Ertz is an all pro so now what you would gather is that the targets are going to go from godert to uh, Zach Ertz, but maybe not. Maybe they're going to actually share them and it'll be a lot of throngs to the tight end. So let's keep an eye on it this week. Uh, Philadelphia is at Green Bay in the frozen tundra, probably going to be freezing cold because the right. weather is supposed to be uh, a little bit more bitter this week. Uh, So right now, I'm not starting any wide receivers if I don't have to. Jalen Rager, you know, what happened to Fulgham? Literally, where did you go? Because you were really good for a minute, and then you just disappeared off of the face of this earth. And now Alshon Jeffries back. No, do not start. So the only players I recommend are Miles Sanders and or... The Philadelphia tight ends, and I'm still very hesitant to start Earth this week. I would like to see what he does first, but many people, as we've discussed over and over, don't have tight ends to even put in there. So if right. you're going to give him a shot, hey, he's got as good a shot as half these guys that are going right now, and uh, you know. So yeah,
2: overall, it's a really ugly situation there. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I just I wanted to just compound that a little bit because. The Carson Wentz situation there as well. Uh, he's a starter on a lot of teams. Whether you're in a two quarterback league and maybe even a one, if you at this point, hopefully not. If you're in a one hopefully quarterback not. league, right? Uh, but what do you do with him going forward if you were if if he's your quarterback in a one quarterback league? Forget two. If it's two, you know you're more than likely going to have to start him no matter what because there's just not that many quarterbacks no. to start. No,
1: you don't. But you in don't. a one quarterback
2: no. league, is he droppable at this point?
1: Yes. Okay. He should have been dropped three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, in a two quarterback league, I gosh unless your third quarterback is i don't even know who somebody you know like the jacksonville guy you know if if it's Mike, that glennon. Bad, Mike glennon right if, if it's glennon thank you if it's glennon then maybe you start carson wentz that's how bad we are if it's you know Bur uh, allen from cincinnati then yeah you're starting carson wentz but we're talking about the bottom of the barrel uh listen he just has no time he's got no confidence right now even though he's probably a confident player and we're seeing a, a lot of people discussing, again, when's it time to bench him? Well, fan, that's in the NFL, obviously. In, in fantasy, he should have been benched weeks ago. Weeks and, ago. And is going into another just seemingly brutal uh, matchup, and you just don't want to start him.
2: All right, let's go over a couple more observations here. The Miami Dolphins play the Cincinnati Bengals this week. This should have been Tua versus Burrow. It's not going to be that. It might be Fitzpatrick versus Allen. Just exactly what the TV executives wanted uh, coming into this week between these two teams. Uh, Offensively for the Bengals, uh, I think before the season, it looked a little bit sexy on paper, right? Even though it was Joe Burrow, you had A.J. Green coming back, Oil Can Boyd, uh, Jersey Joe Mixon, Gio Bernard. Like there were some startable and serviceable guys on that team. Where now do you have them, especially after seeing last week with Brandon Allen? It I
1: start literally nobody from this offense right now, Zach. Absolutely nobody. If anything, you know, Gio Bernard is a starting running back in the NFL and in fantasy in weeks where there are two teams on a bye. Yes, you might have to start Gio Bernard in a flex position, but let's just go over it. Brandon Allen was just serv- serviceable at best. He's obviously not startable, but it, it's the players that were very good coming with, with Joe Burrow that now all of a sudden these guys are starters on your team and now all of a sudden they're not. And that's that's Higgins. Listen, Higgins got a very late dirty touchdown. Otherwise, I think he had four catches for 44 yards. If he doesn't get that again, very late dirty touchdown, it's a bad game. Gio Bernard, 32 yards on the ground. Ugh. You know, Oil Camboy again. We discussed it earlier. Budding star with Joe Burrow, one of the best uh, slot receivers in the game, had three catches for 15 yards. AJ Green, three targets, zero receptions. So down here against a Brian Flores, amped up, ready to roll defense. I can't imagine you wanted to start any Bengal right now. So it was that's how amazing how a franchise quarterback could do. He makes everybody super startable and or right now I wouldn't start any of them right now. None of them. Brian, zero. Yeah,
2: it's tough. And especially like you said, this weekend, Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores' defense, the way they play. Uh Xavier Howard, who was on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Grant this morning, uh, for, uh, he's playing at a Pro Bowl level. Byron Jones on the other side. So they'll probably lock down both, if not all, the wide receivers you have to worry about in this game. And the defense is playing a lot better. Maybe not in the last you know week or so, but they're playing a lot better. So it's tough. Uh, that's the local angle on this uh, Cincinnati-Miami game. But it is a shame that... Uh, a couple weeks back, when Tua got the starting job, before Burrow got hurt, this could have been Burrow versus Tua, which would have been a fun game to watch. And like I said, now the TV preview for it is Magic and Brandon
1: Allen. It's, it went from beautiful right. to just right. not so sexy. Like,
2: yeah. like if they could put it on Comedy Central this week, I think that they would opt out for that this week instead of a normal... Uh, TV broadcast. We'll see exactly what happens with that. Uh, 305-567-0560. Let me run a quick text here before we get a break. Jose in Miami texted in looking for a quarterback. Um it said, scrounging for a quarterback, Newton. I have Fitzy or I could pick up Trubisky or Tua. Uh, I need help. Does Mr. Trubisky have a chance to be decent? Ooh, well, Tua, I'm not even sure what's going to happen this week. And the Mitch Trubisky
1: is, is the other one? Ooh. Yeah, uh, You're saying, eh, and I'm actually going to flip that. He actually has the perfect game situation. He's going to be going against the Lions at oh, home. Yeah. The True. Lions are 24th against the pass, Zach. This is a bad team. They're also really badly ranked against the run. So if there was ever a week where Mitchell Trubisky, who should be motivated to try to keep... I don't think he's going to keep his job, but maybe get a good job next year or some type of backup role. He's fighting for his life and right. he's got the perfect matchup to have a good game. That all being said, if you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, I am starting Fitzpatrick over Trubisky. Let that be very clear. Uh, Cincinnati secondary is not so hot. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a gunslinger. He's got a great rapport right now with Devonte Parker. And I think he could have a very good fantasy league Uh week. So if you're asking me between Fitzy and Trubisky, I actually like Trubisky. I'm actually saying that right now, but I would start Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's a hell of a lot safer.
2: All right. Our number one in the books, by the way, if you want to get in the text machine, it's 305 567 Oh, five, 60. Like I said, I want your text messages to lead the way here in hour number two. We still got a lot to get to, including a bunch of observations, the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and the nose pick of the week all coming up here in hour number two. Follow Spencer on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Dan Days our DJ back at the Intercom Studios. And I am Zach. Zach Lino's Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're uh, new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We'll take a break. We'll come back with hour number two right after this.